When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Oh, I got to show you a video. I got a personalized video from Field Yates about my team. No, you didn't. Why would Field Yates send you a video? Stop it. Champions. It's about who you are as a person, the intangibles. This is not easy for me to say. Okay. I didn't believe you at first. That it was a joke. But you become so big. You got Field Yates on the line. No, you don't. Do you ever? Field Yates! I got your personalized message to me, Field. I love it. I feel like maybe this fantasy football championship is the crowning achievement of this show. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Champion! Champion! On 98.7 ESPN. What, what a treat. This show really is a treat. What goes on during the show, during the breaks of the show. John Winthrop, who's dressed oddly today. Very oddly. Very oddly. He's wearing a, a purplish shirt and green yeah. pants. Very tight sweater. You can see, yeah, I mean, his sweater game is just, it's like almost like a spandex see, yesterday sweater. Yesterday you gave him a hard time for a sweater. And today. I, yesterday. Yeah, well, did. always. And I defended him. I thought yesterday he looked fine and there was no issue. Today's, it's odd. It's like a sculpted I don't look at, sweater. I don't look at John as heavy. No. But, but John today looks... This is what happens when you wear a very clingy sweater. It, it's not clingy. It's like saran wrap. I mean, this thing is really... <laughs> the best thing comes in. He goes, he goes, you go, John, are you a fashionista? He goes, no. You just need to... If you're worried about if it matches, just look to nature. Yeah, what does that even... What does that exa- exactly he dressed, mean? He thinks he looks like an eggplant. He thinks because purple matches, he's got the green pants, but for some reason he's wearing black slip-ons. That are horrendous. They should do a reality show for him. He goes, what should I do with these? I said, throw them away. Are they bad shoes? Oh. They're bad shoes. Do you think they match the outfit nice? No, but that doesn't mean you should throw them away. Because they don't match that outfit. Mm. I mean, black slip-on shoes could be fashionable for something, yeah. no? Uh, I guess. No? I don't think those ones, specifically. Those are, those are bad. That's a bad it's looking shoe. It's not a great. See, I, I, honestly. RJ, how do you feel? RJ, you're pretty good with style. How do you I feel about no those idea. shoes? Whatever those things are. They're Timberland slip-ons, you Yeah, says. well, I don't care what they are. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've defined the brand and what they do. What do you think of them? I'm not a slip-on guy myself. No, just say what you want to say about the shoe, please. No, I'm not going to go yeah, Like when Dan Campbell asked them to just say what you want. Say, say I love what, that. We're going to hear, we'll hear that tomorrow. But... Well, that's going to be a knob. Great. So you're, you're, you're teasing it for, for 20 hours. <laughs> that's fine. That's we, right. give t- we give tickets away for nine months we're, from now. We're really amazing. RJ, what do you think? Hey, true, honest feelings. Listen, I, would I, you I, wear those? John just said himself. He goes, listen. He had a little bit of a Rick situation. Got dressed in the dark today. Yep. Would have gone brown shoes for black. I'd probably make that switch. Not that, no, no, different shoes. No, no. <laughs> He's you asking you if you would wear the shoe, and I'm, you answer, I wouldn't wear the shoe with that outfit. Would you ever wear that shoe? I would not. I'm not a slip-on guy. Thank you. And God forbid you ever take a shot at anybody. You guys are too nice over there. I'm not taking shots at anyone, let alone John. He if, I was going to, if I was going to like a poop fight, mm-hmm. I would wear those shoes. 
Well, they blend in. Well, no, just because that could get that, that could ruin them. Is that the thing you have experience in going to poop fights? No, if you're gonna have a poop fight, those would be the shoes I wore. Well, which shoes don't I care about? Those ones. Like Brownshaw wouldn't wear those shoes, and Brownshaw's the, the epitome of style. Look at him. He's got his Helly Hansen on with his little spiker helmet. I love, I love Brownshaw. He's the best. We went, I went, we went to, to breakfast, lunch. He looks like a he's dressed like an Eskimo. Like, you know, it's you know, cold outside. Uh, well, and he's going 45 miles an hour on his scooter. Yeah, which is dangerous in yeah. its own right. Guy, he's our imaging director. He's the best. He, he's one I of the made best. Up with, I made up with him. Bald looking people I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, you Messier, Brownshaw, like the elite bald looking people. Why do you think I kissed him? Love that man. Love him. I wouldn't right kiss you. In front of I wouldn't kiss you. What are you talking I about? I wouldn't kiss that dirty face. It's not dirty. It's I won! Disgusting. I won! I, I, I clean it all the time. Ugh. Gross. Browser would hang my jersey up. No problem. In a second. I don't think he hits the Islanders. It doesn't matter. He'd still hang it up. Bradshaw, we have a question for you. I, you probably didn't hear this. It was early on in the show. It doesn't, RJ, it doesn't matter what team he likes. RJ, give he him loves the, he loves the St. Louis Blues. RJ, give him the microphone. Put some cans on those on those babies and let's talk. To Happy New Year, Michael. I can't hear him. You can't hear us. Now I can hear you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, fellas. Question. Sure. Who? What team do you dislike the most in in hockey? You're a Blues fan. What team do you hate the most? So growing up, it was either the Red Wings or the Blackhawks. Okay. Was there a well, it doesn't even matter if there's a player. If Steve Eiserman signed a jersey. No, no, not if Steve Eiserman signed a mean? jersey. If he worked with Steve Eiserman. If you worked with Steve Eiserman and, and for a year, for five years, and you liked him very much, and he signed a, a Red Wings jersey for you, would you hang it in your home? Would I hang it in my home? Yes. That would be tough. I mean, listen. Stevie, why? So here's the thing. And yeah. your buddies. Uh, yeah, I so... We're buddies, so I, I, yeah, I have a personal relationship with right. him. So there, that's got potential. I, I, what the thing I can't get past is that I live in a two-bedroom apartment in Manhattan, so I have no space to hang up. Forget anything. about that. You're an they, idiot. These like, guys like, can't play they, the they game. Can't, no, they, they're they idiots. Can't, they, 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 call honestly, them an idiot. I probably, I, 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 probably hang, I probably hang it up. I probably hang it up. You hang it up. I probably hang it up because like I'm a friend. He's a personal friend. He, right. He made the effort. So right. Yeah. How about you want me to sign something for you? And you stick it right in your in your man cave. Well, he there? can't though because it's only a two bedroom apartment. It's only a right, two bedroom apartment. I'm sorry. Right. If you ever if you ever were to purchase else. a home, would it, would that change things? I'll tell you what. You sign a paper for me. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll put it. I'll you know I'll put it somewhere. Would you frame it? And put it up. Frame it, maybe, maybe. So here here's you know who's got space? Grasa. Well, because he has like five bedrooms <laughs> Wait, and no children. He doesn't know how many rooms he has. Um. Dinks. So he, here's <laughs> here's what was posed earlier. He's like, I'll sign a beautiful Islanders jersey. You'll put it up in your man cave. I said, no, I, I won't put an Islanders jersey in my home. Do you respect that or do you think that's me being odd? I respect that because that, cause that is you being you. Right, and which you is odd. Okay, fine. <laughs> by definition. I, I, I would probably be more alarmed if you did it because that's not you. Right. But I respect your, I respect your sort of... Uh, Stick-to-itiveness on your on your fandom. It's impressive, but it's not it's not an act. Like we're the is, problem. You know what it is? We're the problem. That's right. We're well, the well, problem because you guys expect we're enablers. differently. From no, but me. we're enablers. No, you expect me to be we someone enable, I'm not. Sherry enables. Shelly enables. We enable you to be. So that's what you think it is. You lunatic. think everyone enables yes. me to be the the dysfunctional right. freak of life that I yes. actually am. No one has ever grabbed you and said this is like there are certain acceptable things that need to happen in your life. Right. Grow up. Yeah. And instead they call you Peter Pan and we all laugh. Ha ha ha. He's 50 and we call him Peter Pan. The man ruins relationships because, God forbid, mm-hmm. the wedding is not on a football Sunday. The show just advanced in some way here right now. Yeah. I think it has. Listen, I'm comfortable in who yeah, I am. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Let's I mean, go I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 51 years old in March. You don't walk around like you're comfortable. Look very uncomfortable right now. 
Well, because my back is bothering. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, as far Maybe as because pers- you carry the burden of all the relationships, the person, you ruin. the person that I am, I'm fine with that. I'm a good dad. I'm and a good husband. You don't care husband. how it affects all the people around you. Listen, you're going to have to deal with that. I won't that's be the a, same. That's a you thing. This that's th- a brown shirt thing. Right. That's an RJ thing. That's a winter. That's thing. like your apologies. We're getting right back to it. Lay on the couch. Why you suck at apologies? Because you don't care about other people. I, that's not true. No, you don't. If Mike had an issue, I would greatly care. Absolutely, you I wouldn't. would. See, you don't. You, he doesn't get me, Mike. You get me. He doesn't get me. I get both of you. Who do you like better? Me. I love. I love you both. See, they can't. No one wants to play games around here. So how about this now, Brownshire? <laughs> Stop making fun of me with that. I said to him, "Give me a a Team USA DP at your jersey." Or a BU DPH or jersey. That's a so, nice. That's a nice compromise. Sign that. He goes. No, no, no. I want you to prove your friendship, and I want it to be an Islanders jersey. <laughs> I respect his. Uh, I respect his. Uh, so you really have some well. issues. I have no issues. I respect Rick's approach as well. He no, knows. I already told you. I would hang your jersey in my house if you played. If no, you had this, any this, athletic this abilities. Guy's, he's, he's showing you that his friendship is extremely conditional. I, I don't blame you for for attaching this. Thank guy. you. No, no, it should it should be the Islanders jersey. Thank you, Raymond. This is why I love Raymond. You guys all no, suck because he's normal. Raymond's normal. No, yes, the the man lies He's with his purist. appliances on a nightly basis. He that's not there's nothing normal about what that. What he does with his vacuum in his own time is his own business. No, whatever. I'm not judging. You know, I I, I want to thank you, know you Mike. What, no, you we know, what, never you. mind. Get the Team USA jersey. <laughs> never mind. See, because I made one. You know I made what? one remark. Give give him a a Rangers jersey. I don't have a Rangers jersey. Why would I give well, him a Rangers? Why, why jersey? not? He works for the Rangers. Why would I give him a Rangers jersey? Because maybe you make the switch. Maybe you have it all wrong. <laughs> maybe you make the switch, and maybe you're uncomfortable I for a minute. I didn't play for the Rangers. I hate the Rangers. A 39 DPHO, blue and red. Hmm. That's you, the, you, you missed play. out. Had you played no. for the Rangers, maybe it would have worked out differently yeah. for you. Let's go to you George right. George in Baltimore. Hi, George. You're on 97. Right Sorry. Hey, guys. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm just calling in to talk a little bit about... Um, you know, uh, the Jets had given up 63 sacks this year, the offensive line. The Giants, 83 sacks. So uh, the thing of it is, is like the line, if we don't protect our quarterbacks, uh, what, do we, what do we expect, right? I mean, you know, um, uh, let's look, Dave, as a Giant fan, right? Yeah. I don't know if you felt the same way I did when this happened. But when the Giants did not draft Micah Parsons, and I understand Gettleman got the extra pick, he traded down to get Kadarius Tony. But I always felt that the Giant teams, and, and Rick mentioned this earlier about the Jets don't need to have a great offense. They just need to have a, 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 a functional good offense because you've got a great defense. And historically, Giant teams also have, if you look at all their championships, what did they have? A great defense. They didn't have a great offense, but they had a very good offense. And I just feel that, you know, that's what we need to do. We need to rebuild our lines, or we can just forget all this talk about this one, that one, and every other one. Well, they need, they need to build the offensive line, that's for sure. And I'm not going to sit here and crush him for not taking Micah Parsons, because I, I didn't, I wasn't screaming for that. No, you weren't screaming for that, but I mean, it is, you did take Kadarius Tony, Which was a huge yep. miss, swing and a miss. Yep. But I, I mean, listen, if I was sitting there saying, you got to take Parsons, you got to take, I mean, Parsons went what? What was it? 13, 14? No. Did he go? Did he? Well, he won 11. 11. 11 okay. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of teams that passed on him. I understand that. But you still, I mean, it, you did not take a, a player that's with your team now. Kadarius Tony was not a great was pick. It, well, I mean, it was get him, get him and stun. Right. So, I mean, that's that's the bigger problem. You had a GM who who ruined the franchise as well. Well, he did. made some good picks. Let's not get crazy now. He ruined the franchise. Well, you hate him. I, I cannot stand Dave Gettleman. Look at I the think, foundational pieces on your team. He drafted all of them. 
What foundational pieces? Dexter Lawrence. Terrific. Yeah. He's Andrew, terrific. Andrew Thomas. Terrific. Saquon Barkley. He's not a foundational piece. Well, he might be after the season. You drafted him. So you're, you're, Daniel you, Jones. Want, you want to throw him a yeah, Jones. You want to throw him a parade because you 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 hit on second and fourth overall picks. Oh, listen, that looks really? like Joe Shane hit on the seventh. You pick. think Joe Douglas is great? Um, no, I don't think he's great. All right, well, hit he's on Brees, a pretty good job. Hit on Bree. You think so? I think he's done a pretty good job. He's, Look at the defense. But they they're not good. What's the best yeah, of the two football teams? What's the best unit? But uh, the Jets are not good. Their defense is good. Their defense is good, really good. But but how many misses does he have? He missed with the quarterback. Yeah, well that's that's the biggest. You, you miss. might never recover from that. Well, hopefully we have recovered with Aaron Rodgers. You had to change all your game plan just to make up for the huge swing and miss that he took with Zach Wilson, though. Yeah, because he made because he did actually make good picks and good good acquisitions, good trades. Jamal Adams trade, awesome trade. Bringing in DJ Reed, Bryce Huff, right. Quincy Williams. Mm-hmm. He's done. He's done. He's done a lot of good. Offensive, Offensive line, line hasn't worked. That out. was the, that was the one thing that he brought into this this whole Jets dynamic. And it's been bad. Is I'm going to fix the offensive line, pick, and he hasn't done. And it. his first pick as GM has not been good. Right, Mackay Beckton has no. not been good. Lincoln no. Tomlinson signing has not been no. good. No, but they, they here. Okay, let, let's really focus on what the biggest problem is, though, because all GMs make mistakes. Not every GM makes every pick is right. No, every acquisition. no GM. Yeah, but the beauty of those those teams that have success usually is is that they actually have, or you hope to have, a quarterback that can make up for some of the deficiencies, the mistakes that you've made. And right now we don't have that. The thought was we bring in Aaron Rodgers, he can make up from for. Listen, the offensive line is not going to be one of the best in football, but because we have Aaron Rodgers, he can make up for that. Put us in the right protections. Get us in the right play. Get the ball out of his hands which will make the offensive line look better than it actually is. Right. We don't have that. So it just accentuates how bad the offensive line is. Right, which is the one thing that he said, don't worry. Didn't he tell the Darnolds, don't worry, we're yeah. going to fix this offensive line? It still, it stinks. It stinks. Well, dude, against, I mean, against Miami, it was not competitive. It's am- and Miami's it an defense is certainly not great. Embarrassment. They're fine. It's, it's amazing to think that both the Jets and the Giants, for years, years, have not been able to fix these offensive lines. Yeah, but I also think too, though. I mean, I also think that when you have when you have a quarterback that actually understands the offense that he's running, it does it does make it easier to function. Not I shouldn't use the word easier, but more possible to function with a bad offensive line. Like the Giants' offensive line is not good, but you can admit the offense looks better with Tyrod Taylor I agree playing with quarterback. That. And you do have the left tackle, but I mean, this, and you got this the idea that John—I don't know about that. Yeah, I think you you're look at—you look at this guy, John Michael Schmitz has not been good this year. I think he's going to be good though. I hope so. I mean, look at that, dude. Both offensive lines are not good, but I think it does make it like. How much is the coaching to blame? I think a lot. I think a lot. You, dude, look at Cleveland's offensive line. I know they're on their like third string, and they're left figuring tackle. it out. Like, dude, don't like, we always say that's I hate that. When it's convenient, it does. You know, when it's convenient, it doesn't matter. But when it's not, it does matter. Like it's it, yes, it matters. We've already established football is the sport that coaching matters the most. And who's the, the Cleveland offensive line coach? Joe Callahan. Yeah, Bill. Bill Callahan. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, well, right. We talked about this yesterday, right? So I mean, and, and the Giants' offensive line coach is. I mean, he's underwhelmed. See, that's the thing that concerns me the most, though. Just like the the whole notion that we're bringing, like Robert Sala, we're bringing everyone back. How can you justify bringing everyone back on the offensive side of the ball? I don't know how. I don't know. Like the offense has been that bad. It's been brutal. The Jets' offense has been brutal. Two. We'll see. I mean, this is like, and he probably doesn't feel like he. I'm sure he feels some of it, but he's accomplished so much that it doesn't. It probably doesn't bother him. Who, Aaron? The, the amount of pressure, man. Yeah, I, but I don't think the pressure phases him. No, I don't think so either. But it's just like, here, come fix this. 
they're dysfunctional. And they're asking him to well, make, which is, make, it, make it all work. Well, but which is why he gets to do whatever he wants. It's because they're I, dysfunctional. I get it, but it's a lot of power to give a guy. It is. And now he's got he's to make it pay off. And I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't it's know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Let's go to Manny in Jersey real quick. Good morning, Manny. What happened here? I don't hear him. Hello. This is not great. No, it's not. It doesn't. It didn't work. No, it, re- no. it really didn't. Did it? You know, let's let's remedy that. Let's uh, let's see if uh, Subi in Midtown has some interesting commentary. Good morning, Subi. Hey guys, I've been looking at the mock drafts all day, and the, the, the fact of the matter is, why do every why does every mock draft have them taking wide receivers? It doesn't make any sense because um, they need the offensive linemen. And uh, I just wanted to uh, ask if Mel Kiper will be joining you guys. Absolutely. The offensive lineman issue is primarily because all the teams in the past, like the Rams, they picked Orlando Pace when they needed like 10 other positions. So I'm just wondering why mock drafts right now have them taking LSU wide receivers when we've been down that road before. That's all i got to say. Well, they need, I mean, they, the problem is they need so much. Are we talking about the Giants or the Jets? The Giants. Well, the Giants. Yeah. Well, because the Giants need a number one wide receiver. They need a receiver. I also think you understand that it's not, I mean, it's of the positions to draft. Offensive line right now is one of the hardest. Would you say you Evan Neal? When, dude, Evan Neal was that, walking. RJ? I mean, that was no, a, but like, dude, like Evan Neal was walking around. He was there was not one person that's like, oh, there's some real concern that Evan Neal could you be a bust. When Saquon saw him, dude, and he's like, who is this guy? When you saw him with the shirt, the combine, you saw him with the shirt on. You're like, he weighs how much? So he went to Alabama, yep. which is like yes. the exact school you'd want him to right? go to. He was coached by an NFL coach and Nick Saban. He w- played in the biggest games. He played against the best competition. You brought him in. You loved everything he was, and he's just—he's just not very good. Two years in, not very good. No, has not been good. So it—I mean, you can do all the right things, take the safe pick, and it still blows up in your face. Right tackle, not even asking him to play left tackle, and it just—it hasn't worked. Dude, I was watching some of those games too. I was watching those two games over the weekend, and it's like I was saying to my father-in-law, I'm like, no wonder why it's so hard to draft a quarterback and make it work right away. The quarterback, like they don't. They don't, they're not asking him to read defenses. They're not asking him to read what's going on at the line of scrimmage. They're sitting there. They, they line up, and they look at the sideline. All right, so what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine that? Like, you spend college with someone you know, reading the defense, telling you what to do, to all of a sudden now, hey, kid, why don't you jump in here with these men and then <laughs> try, to read what Figure the, it out. try to read what the defense is doing? Yeah. Uh, RJ, you ready? I really am. Well, then let's really get to stuff you missed. Now, see ya! Bang! The shit you missed. Oh boy. Dalvin Cook out with the Jets. If you missed it by some chance, mutually a agreed upon move. You probably didn't miss that according to Rich Samini, but uh, what you may have missed is that at least he's uh, going to forfeit the remaining guarantees of his contract. So you save a couple of bucks. Literally a couple. So congratulations. Uh, if anyone was wondering how much we paid uh, Dalvin Cook, anyone, anyone wondering? $7 Eight? million? Dollars? Yeah. Uh, Jets paid Dalvin Cook a total of $6.7 million. God. So you Breaks. saved $300,000. Grand. Breaks down to uh, $81,000 per touch. Nice. You saved $300,000. Nice. That's big. That, could go that, towards, that was it. That could go towards uh, half of a vet min contract. Yeah, or if you're if Woody decides to throw a drink on somebody. That's right. <laughs> 300 grand he got for that. <laughs> he, wouldn't, he won't even apologize, Tepper. You see a statement? Uh, who's taking that job? That's awful. Who's taking that job? He's he's a disaster. Oh. I tell you what, it's a fast way. Not that not that there's any way he's going to get rid of it. It's a fast way to kind of get the the, the other owners in that club very mad at you very quickly. Your team is very bad. You don't seem to know what you're doing. You're getting rid of coaches left and right. Nobody wants the job, 
and now you're throwing drinks on fans. You're hurting the brand. You got to get together a little bit. Bill Belichick says he is not focused on this possibly being his final game coaching the Patriots from WEEI. Whatever success I have had, I've tried to go about my job the same way every week. Win, lose, good years, bad years, whatever they are each week. Get ready to go for that week. Do the best you can to help your team win. After that game, move on to the next one. And at the end of the season, that's the end of the season. Field Yates was he with, says the, like the most obvious stuff ever. Field Yates was with us earlier. If you missed it, check out the podcast, DPH and Rothenberg, wherever you get your pods. He seemed to kind of toe the water of, ah, I don't know if this is the right move to get rid of Belichick, which is what everyone's saying. It's time to move on, right? He he had insinuated, ah, maybe not. Maybe, maybe what you have coming in the pipeline is not what you think it is. Well, I mean, you don't know what what's next. And the odds are what's next is not going to be as great as Bill Belichick. Yeah, they could be headed for a dark time, it feels like. Which is like the one saving grace for you, right? That maybe the Patriots are... Yeah, it's got to be a scary proposition for Robert Kraft, though, to have the kind of success that he's had. Right. And all of a sudden now be in a spot where... You don't have a quarterback, you don't have a coach. Right. Yeah. The unknown. Having said that, you don't want to win this week if you're the Jets. Uh, the Jets don't want to win, though. No nope. part of winning. I'm all Patriots this week. So I want you to lose Thank terribly. You. I appreciate yes. that. Yep. <laughs> By the way, did you know this too? I heard this yesterday and I just looked it up. So you're talking about the owner of Carolina? Mm-hmm. You know that they they tried to build, he was going to build a practice facility that was like half built, went bankrupt, and they just they had, to, they had to demolish it and blow it. Really? It's a no, I didn't know that. It's a mess down there. He. Why wouldn't they just put well, the money they didn't into finish it? They didn't finish it. What happened? But it was half built. No, right. It said they did. It, it led to lawsuits, bankruptcy. The company that was set to build it uh, went to bankruptcy. There was a settlement. Now they had to demolish it. Seems like a waste of money. <laughs> that sounds like the franchise right now. Just a mess. Uh, and they and they don't get the first overall pick, which they they earned. They traded away. The Bears get it. Good for you. Sean McVay says he will be back with the Rams in 2024. Rick, you mentioned this earlier. Kenny Pickett denied that he refused to be the backup quarterback last week. I saw reports out there that I feel like we're attacking, you know, my character and how I am as a person, not even getting into a player standpoint of it. Um, There was no talk of me being a backup quarterback this week in terms of being a two. Um, If I was healthy enough to play and the trainers and coaches felt like I looked good enough to play, I was going to start and play. Um, If they believed that I was not, which they believed I was not, I was not going to dress and suit up for the game. Feels like the Steelers are kind of stuck in neutral. We there's do this no way, every there's year. There's no way if he was healthy enough to play, they would play him. No. After what Mason Rudolph did, no. Rudolph is better than offense he is. Looks like it. Yeah. You talk about being a quarterback away. I don't know what they're quarterback away from. Not a Super Bowl, but it feels uh. like they're it feels like they're stuck in a, a strange place of like nine wins. Maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe they don't. They have to. It'd uh, be a good spot for Justin Fields. Yeah, but Justin Fields. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Russell Wilson. Justin Fields staying or going in Chicago. I don't think that's a... I think so it depends I, on what I they have, offer. I have... Well, maybe I'll tease it and we'll do it next. Oh, I have some statistical analysis and odds Ooh. of whether he's going to be there or not next year. Analyst. Yeah. Matt Eberflus battling his way back to keep that job. Is, he's locked in, right? They've, they've said yeah. he's the guy. Yeah. That's probably the most surprising thing that's happened to me so far this season. I'm sure something else will happen. He was done. Like two months ago, it was over. That is not a bad football team right now. No. And who, who do they play? Green Bay on Sunday. Right. Green and again, Bay the needs Green that Bay game. Desperately needs. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't You're know. It's a Bears. three point. It's a three point game right now. I'm gonna think the, about the Packers it. are laying three. I'm gonna think about it, Dave. I'll tell you that. Well, I got. He's the guy I got to worry about. We should take the, We should have taken the Bears last week. And I like them too. Dumbasses. Yeah. 
We suck. I wrote it down, too. So I'm not I. even joking. I had my, my fancy little post. What do we combine for uh, no, sh- uh, three wins, the three four of us? And, what, three and oh, nine? You were on three. Yeah. yeah. And the week before, I think you were on three. You were the equivalent of John's outfit this morning. <laughs> my picks weren't that bad. Oh, yeah, they were that bad. <laughs> very comfortable with that fantasy championship. Uh, Have you Co- heard about that? I did. Uh, Lyle Collins, practice squad, Cowboys, a little reunion action. Raymond, your thoughts? Uh, I thought it was big surprise because he left in Dallas. It was not uh, the best of terms, so I never thought he would ever come back. Uh, nice veteran piece to have on the practice squad and as a backup interior line option. I don't feel good if he has to play tackle. Uh, Brock Bowers headed for the NFL draft. Not a surprise, leaving Georgia. That the kid's r- a stud. Yeah, the, he's awesome. The Rangers. The Rangers. Ugh. Crushed yesterday by the Canes, 6-1. But a nice piece of trivia. Chris uh, Chris Kreider did what, Dave? I'm assuming you know this with his one goal yesterday. Uh, he scored a goal yesterday. He, a beautiful deflection. He Very, set the record beautiful. for the most ever goals scored at Madison Square Garden. How about that? So you got that. I did not know that. Abs of the Which is Isles. embarrassing for you. Yeah, you Sorry. should have known that. Uh, Abs of the Islanders 5-4 in overtime. Nathan McKinnon with the game winner. Nets lose. They are dump trucked by the Pels, 112-85. So it's the fewest points the Nets have scored this season. Did they play their starters or did they bench them for, no, they for the next their, game? They oh, played nice. their starters. Uh, they weren't coming back from the West Coast or, or New York or anywhere. The Nets shot a season-worst 35%. Fourth straight loss. Cam Thomas, Spencer Dinwiddie, Royce O'Neal combined to shoot 0 for 23. And that led Jacques Vaughn after the game to say this. It really is like a boxing match. When you get hit, how are you going to respond? We can't think that making shots is the response. That's the first piece of it. And so the deflections come from their activity level, their ability to climb into us and really put us on our heels. Tons of balls that were deflected. Tons of balls that they were able to get to faster than us. Now, they're longer. They're stronger. And so therein lies the will to get it done and the will to do your part and get outside of yourself. And uh, if you're really desperate about winning, then you'll dive on the floor. You, you'll do it all. You'll get cuts and, and bruises. You'll go home sore. We're not there yet. And it's just simple as that. That doesn't sound good. No. <laughs> kind of calling your team out, right? We're not at the point where we dive and make effort plays. Uh, Nets 15-19, lost four in a row, two and eight in their last ten. Zach Levine could be back in the next week or so for the Bulls, but he will not play tonight for Chicago, who take on the Knicks in a game you can hear right here, 98.7 ESPN, coverage at 8 p.m., produced by the fine and talented Raymond Santiago. St. John's beats Butler by 16. St. John's are 10-4. and Caitlin Clark hit a three from the logo to beat Michigan State last night. And the Blue Jays have signed Isaiah Kiner-Falafa to a two-year deal. So that is over with the Yankees. Are you sad about that? I think by the end, he had a reputation that was in a decent spot. He did not deserve as much uh, crap. They brought him into a a very difficult situation. He didn't deserve all the blame that he was getting at one point. Right. Be the starting shortstop. You'll be great. No, listen, as a utility player, he was good. Yeah, he was a good I I wouldn't kick him off the Mets team. Uh, Well, I mean, we're really not doing anything. Well, but I'm just saying, if the Mets signed him, I wouldn't be like, oh, God. They, they put him in a, a very uncompromising position. Yes. Be our starting shortstop. Mm-hmm. And then they told him he's a gold glover. He's going to be great. Well, a lot of these things were just not true. And on top of that, David, it's part of the reason why you brought in Josh Donaldson. Right. <laughs> put him at third. Kind of for left it short. You that done, was, RJ? Yeah, that went really well. That's the stuff you missed. That was really, really nice. Uh, I got a couple of texts, which I think you're going to want to hear. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I saw this last night, and I meant to bring it up, but you guys mentioned Justin Fields, and it kind of triggered my memory. Um, right now, the betting odds are, what, what do you think they are on whether they draft a new quarterback or not? The betting odds right now? Betting odds right now. Oh. I don't know. Well, what would you what would you think? Take a guess. I'm I not saying it, right like, now. You I think there's say... a better chance that they draft the quarterback no. or keep Fields? Keep Fields. Oh, RJ, what do you think? Better chance in in Vegas they draft the quarterback or keep Fields? I think draft a quarterback. Okay, so you guys are on on opposing yeah. views. Um, Raymond. Yeah, I, I mean they're saying the right things when it comes to to him, but I feel like they're going to draft a guy. Okay, well Rick is correct. It's very close, though. Even money that they keep Justin Fields, plus 150 that they draft a quarterback. So, it's I mean, it's right there. Well, I mean, you said it, though. <sighs> I mean, the fact that Iberflus is coming back, and then on top of that, what you could get for the first overall pick right now. You get three ones. And it sounds like I, I read an article yesterday that maybe, what is it, saying, a second or third round pick for Justin Fields. You're the Giants, Caleb Williams. You love him. Oh, or Drake May, whatever one you love. Okay. But you'd have to give up more to move up to one. Or you're saying, okay, but but I'm assuming Williams goes one. Do you give up th- this year's one and the next two ones to draft Caleb Williams? Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to, right? If that's your guy, yeah. I think you have to. I, I wonder, think, I wonder I think if, the, if that's the guy you think is the next, you know, is, is your quarterback for the next 10 years. Yeah. I wonder if the Giants were like, because they they in in theory they couldn't pick second. Now, I don't think they will, but they could. But they really could pick third or fourth. Like that's well within play. If the Giants are are the third selection, would you have to trade three ones? No, I don't think you have to trade three ones. But I think it depends on who else wants to get up there and get that 
first overall pick. And therein lies the problem. Right. There's going to be new. But if you're you giving away Washington, the, you don't think Washington would want the first overall pick? Um, sure they would. But Washington, I think they have. What do they have now? Two, I think. Right. On Tankathon? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I haven't looked at Tankathon today yet. Why? But you it, always look at it. I know. I love it. But um, I think I thought Washington was two. I think you're right. But right now, Washington is two New England's three Arizona's so four. So does, does, does Washington need, like, if these guys are so close, May and, and Daniels and, and Williams, do they, do they need to move up to one? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they think that, if they think whoever moves up to one is going to take the quarterback that they want, yeah. I mean, you want your guy. You want your guy. And you, but the, the problem is you don't know who the guy is going to be. Well, because we got to go through the whole the whole process. But right. I mean, either one. But I mean, right now it feels like just what you've seen. Like we heard we had when Field on, and we was talking about just as far as like the talent at that position, Williams skill is set the guy. Yeah. But then you you look at Drake May and how he's built. It's a big boy. So. We got to get through the whole Dan- process. Daniels had the and best also the year other, of any of them, but and the intangible stuff too. Let's not. I mean, I, I think that right. gets uh, that gets under how it how plays in the locker room, right? Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. This is the. It, it's like a chess game this year, though, because so many teams need quarterbacks. Then you know the Bears have the number one pick. Do they need a quarterback? Are they going to play this the, the long game where they move out of that pick? Like uh, the Jets, the Jets can wind up like fifth. The Jets can wind up tenth. There's a big difference there. That's a huge difference, dude. You saw with the stupid pick swap. Especially if there's the so, people are like, oh, it's not a big deal. And I was like, ah, that one spot changed yeah, let's everything. Not get crazy changed everything. It's kind of a big deal. Especially if the top three picks go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. So now you the Jets. You pick five. You could have any offensive lineman in the draft because Harrison's going to be the first non-quarterback yes. taken. It's a huge deal. So you could get any. You could have the offensive lineman from Penn State, from mm-hmm. Notre Dame, any of these guys. Yeah. Um, well, all of a sudden, now I got Tipman coming back. I got AVT. Right. You got to fix this offensive. Have game. to. I mean, so is it fair to say that you respect Sherry? Uh, I love Shelly. Okay. She's RJ. Oh, is that surprise you right there? What those picks that 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 Spears and Foxworth took Miami to win? Took Miami with all the injuries they're dealing with. Yeah, it's surprising to me. You lose Chubb. I think Buffalo's. You don't win know that, if that Waddle's going to play. The thing is, the week before they played well and they beat Dallas. So no, I know, but he had no Mostert. I mean, he's all he's all banged up. Yeah, but it's not like they go from Mostert to some slap. No, right? I know, I mean, Mostert chain is good. I mean, he's yeah, he's good. But how many touchdowns does Mostert? Listen, I have? think I think Buffalo's going to win. Are you going to take do. him? What's do the it. number? If it's less than three, I might. It's three right now. Nah, probably not. Soft. Um, you interrupted me again, RJ. You you respect <laughs> Sherry, right? You like her? You think she's she's good good people? Especially when she wears those boots, RJ. I, I don't think you have to get into that, but you like her, right? Yeah, Sherry's great. Uh, Raymond, respect for of, Sherry? Of course. Easy. Read you uh, text exchange we had. Ready? Yes. Oh, boy. So that's who you were texting during uh, where you went to college? Uh, no, no. That was hours okay. ago. Uh, you don't give a gift to someone that you know they won't like it. I'm always on Rick's side because he's typically right, but not on this one. It should be a BU or Team USA jersey. You hanging an Islanders jersey won't prove your love, and he either knows you love him or he doesn't. If he needs the proof, you're not doing a good job of showing him what he actually needs. If he's given you a gift he knows you won't like, it's a symptom of something else, a dysfunction in your relationship. <laughs> she said, these are just my two cents. That said, I'd love him giving us a jersey you'd be willing to hang. And I'm only piping in because he called me an enabler. Nothing will change you. And you don't marry someone with the intent of changing them, although you do hope they grow up and mature a little bit. And I said, wait, hang on a second. <laughs> I said, and I haven't grown or matured? Well, yes, in a lot of ways, but not in this respect. You're very uncompromising about your fandom. You wear it like a badge of honor. 
I'm still wondering what we're going to do for your friend Matt's birthday coming up soon. That's the birthday on. See, these are all problems that she shouldn't have to deal with. Well, this is. And by the way, I would say this, this is what she's I would say this for. to Sherry, who yeah. I hope responds in time. Well, she will. We got plenty of time. What do I get you? I got you a gift. Thought you would love it. Has that gift been used? No. No. Right. The headset. Right. So no. how, how do I know? Well, you guess, but I'm telling you what I'd well, like. What do you mean? I'd love. I'd love no. a BU signed DPA. Well, the jersey, jersey wasn't love... meant to be a gift. Was like, hey, I'm gifting you the jersey. It was meant to be a test. Yes, great. And you, why? You've, why do you failed? Why do I need a test? Really? Why, why do I need a test? I want to. I want to see how far the relationship is. RJ, come. do you think I like Rick? I do. Okay. So, what do I need to be tested? Have my feet held to the fire to prove that I like or dislike him? I think the fact that she had to point that out, that if the, he feels that way in the relationship, you are doing something wrong to not give him that right. security. I, I, you skimmed right past right. that. I didn't skim. I read it. No. You want the milk, but you don't want to buy the cow. That's what you want. What, what, what can I do? I want you to buy the cow. What can, what can I do? Why don't you put a ring on it? I want to take the relationship to the well, next you're, level. I tell you what, your wife is insane. You're I'm very ta- high I want to take the relationship to the next level. You're very high maintenance. Well, at what level would that be? We spend every waking moment I together. I want to move it together. What? I want to move in together. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's what, what I want. Like, I'm not ready for that. No. I already have a toothbrush and a draw. That's it. I want to move I'm in. I'm not ready. Because I don't know that you can handle six TVs in one room. <laughs> not when they're that close together. They're very, they're, they're, you're right. They're very close together. You know what we have coming up? The melange? The melange! Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. We have a big post-show meeting today. Oh, we're going to do that, huh? <laughs> yeah. My calendar is so full with all these events. Yeah, I think so. Just right, right in the uh, heart of, hey, guys, you can take this, this around this time, you can start taking some vacation. But we're going to put strategically put all these events in June and July. July and yeah. August. You name it. August too. All the months. That's terrific. It's great. So how are we going to take vacation in December? Uh, we're not. We're going to work every day. Every single day. It'd be good for your bonus. Uh, no. Would not be. RJ just took a month off. Why can't we take well, a month off? He's a baby. Have another kid. So if I have a kid, I take a month off. Uh, six weeks, I think, you can take off. <laughs> I didn't take any. They, they gave me like a day off. I think I took one day off. Just the, the day of the birth. That was it. No. Yeah. The day after RJ, the baby was born, you were here? RJ, didn't I work the day after? Well, I think it might have been the weekend, though, after that. But I, I think, think I worked yeah, that Monday. I think you took one, with, one day. With Rocco. Business day. One business day. That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like a doula. Should have seen me. Were you good? <sighs> there was a, there was the a guy I used to work with. Um, I'm not going to name names, but there's a guy I used to work with, and he had a child like in the morning and mm-hmm. showed up for work that day. Wow. And was so proud of it. And I was like, "You, this is not good. Like, you should go be with your family. You just had a baby. He's like, no, 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 no. I have to prove, you know, because he's the boss. I have to show up for work. Yeah. I was like, no. Can I ask a... Well, there are guys that missed their... Oh, boy, so we're, there was we're, just we're, a... Who, wasn't there just a player? Who was the guy in the NFL that just missed his child's birth? RJ, we're going we're gonna to go there? What? Can I, can I ask a question? <laughs> RJ's since, got a question. Since we're not revealing the, the identity yeah. of that man. Uh-huh. Still married. Is this person still married? Yeah. He is. Wow, mm-hmm. that's an understanding so she, wife. So, so she doesn't hate him. I don't think she does hate him. Maybe he was so bad during the birth. She's like, "Get out of here, go work." How bad? How bad could you, you possibly? I don't know. Sometimes you can be that's just not great. Like she's trying to push, and you're like being annoying. I was great, great. I, I can't imagine you very hands on. Hands on. Ben came out. Did you have the took foot? him right away? Did you have the foot up? What do you mean? Did I have the foot up? Did you, did you hold the leg? Oh, no, you had C-sections, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was then there for the. We had the one. The Ella cut, was, cut the cords. Ella was natural. But there's people that can't handle it. Like I they had pass to, out. Dude, Such passed out. Yeah, a lot of people passed. He out. He goes, "Don't worry though. I announced the. I announced the sex." I was like, "What does that mean? You announced the sex? Yeah, what does that mean? Like he announced the people if it was a boy or a girl. So he ran out and said, "It's a boy." Yeah. And then he fell fell over. <laughs> no, he was no, he was out, and they resuscitated him. Then he went out. <laughs> He had to get oxygen and everything. Are you serious? Yes, I swear. <laughs> Let's go to Tino in Staten Island. You're on the melange. Hi, Tino. Oh, guys, a little glad to hear from both of you. Well, you're calling uh, us. Talk about the next We're qu- glad to hear from you. What do you got? Yeah. So uh, when this deal went down for uh, for the trade with Toronto, you know what? The first thing that came to my mind was Andrea Bagnani deal when we dealt when we deal with Masai Ajeri. We got fleeced in this deal. Hear me out. Emmanuel quickly is going to be a star in the NBA. He's basically Tyrese Maxey of Philadelphia. No way. When James Harden, he's going to be the same exact player. He is the same exact player. And you will see it in Toronto. He should have been the sixth man of the year. Uh, Dave, I know you're, you you like statistics and stuff. You know that uh, Emmanuel quickly in four years in the NBA has the highest plus or minus ever of any New York Knicks player in history? History. Okay, he has the best defensive rating on the Knicks. You see it in the last two games without Emmanuel quickly. Jalen Brunson has to play 41 minutes. We have no bench scoring. To trade for a guy that averages 15 points a game, and we talk about he's this great three-point shooter, he's shooting 37%. Give me a break. And we get we talk about now R.J. Barrett. Let's get to him for a second. Hang on, hang on a second. I'll let you get to R.J. Barrett. All right, Bargnani was a bum. Bargnani was a, okay, was a lousy when, NBA player. Adenobi is a good NBA player. Okay, let me get let me let me let me talk about Adenobi. Okay, yeah, he he's a good defensive player. He cannot create his own shot. He just stays in the corner and prays that Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle is going to pass him the ball. Okay, he cannot go off the dribble. If you watch the game last game, he had four dunks and three threes. Nothing off the dribble. Well, but cannot that was that was part. Of, but that was part of the point. That, that, Tino, yeah, that was but, that but was guys, one of the reasons why he was a, he's an elite defender, but, and on top of it, he doesn't need the ball in his hands. But but Rick, Rick, he, uh, we lost two guys that can draw fouls, get to the basket, give you thirty five points. We basically now have no bench production going forward. I, listen, Tino, I don't disagree with you. Tino, Dave, and I both said it. I did not. I do not love I, the fact that they had to put quickly in the I, deal. I hate the deal. I hate this deal. I cannot stay. I cannot. Which I think a lot of people. Fathom. Rich, listen, Tino. I appreciate the phone call. Which I think a lot of people thought. And I, some of the stories that you read now. Well, what's next? Like you listen to NBA experts talk about this in the in the short term. Right now, this makes you a better team. But what what deal is coming behind this? Well, Han because was you're not discussing that yesterday. Well, because you're not wrong. I mean, you're losing the point. You, uh, Manuel quickly off the bench. And what it gives you scoring-wise, instant offense. On top of that, he's, totally he's closing out games for you. And what, God forbid, what happens if you lose Jalen Brunson? I, I don't Brunson? think he's ever going to turn out to be Maxi, but, but, well, he wasn't I, gonna but I like give, him. But he wasn't going to be given that opportunity here. I like him. But they made the, the statement, we're never going to sign him. We're not giving him $100 million. It's just not going to happen. What did Han have to say about it? Uh, he, here is Han yesterday on, on um, Barton Han saying Ananobi deal means another deal is down the road. I don't want people to get caught up in the idea that this was supposed to move the needle uh-huh. to elite status. Tenders, uh-huh. This is, to me, a move that is a methodical building block, another step to get you closer, and you're still waiting for the big one that brings it all together. That's the move you're still waiting for. That hasn't happened yet. And that's what we're, and we're still waiting on it, but it's out there. They got better because they got back to what they need to be, which is a tough defensive team they added more toughness 
So Han kind of echoes what we said yesterday, and that is that this is the first of in a series probably of moves. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to, you have to imagine, right? Like, I mean, what you're losing with Emmanuel quickly just didn't feel like R.J. Barrett fit what they were trying to do, right? So for him, good move, gets to go to Toronto, and you bring in a guy who doesn't need the ball in his hands, right, can sit in the corner where he's you know, 43% shooting threes, play elite defense. And the other thing it does, too, is, and you saw it against Anthony Edwards. I had some stats. I don't need to bring them up now. Just what, you know, the effectiveness of OG on Anthony Edwards, who's – Anthony Edwards is a awesome, awesome player. Elite. Elite but I think, the, I think the thinking is, is if all of a sudden now you get into the second round of the playoffs and you're playing a Boston or a Milwaukee. Can he shut down Jason Tatum? Right. Yep. Does he limit their best player, which now makes you and a better team? And the answer team? to that is yes. Correct. He does. So he might not score as much as RJ, but if he makes up for that in points that are not scored by the other team, then that's you know a win with the plus minus. And there you go. I agree. And I think part of the allure is he doesn't demand the ball. Like part of the problem with RJ Barrett was RJ needed the ball. Randall needs the ball. Brunson needs the ball. There's only one ball. Right. And how do you get the you want every player on the court to have a role and be the best of what they do? Were you were you ever in the current role that RJ Barrett was in going to get the best of what RJ Barrett could be? No. The answer no. to that question was no. OG, you get the best out of him because great defender who doesn't need the ball. Right. Which fits what again, trying to be better defensively, which is their identity. And if he can stand outside and shoot the three effectively, and Brunson drives and penetrates, and Randall, if he passes to him and he's open and he knocks down that shot, then that's a RJ win. R.J. Barrett was not going to be a catch-and-shoot guy. No, he was, he's not, a, he was not a good shooter, and he worked hands. on it, and he got better. But he was, he was but not, that's a, not, not no, a good shooter. That's not that's why not you game. drafted him. No. And Randall and Barrett were kind of duplicates of each other. They each needed yeah, the ball. They slashing, right. you know, players. And Brunson, too. Same thing. So, I mean, it, listen, it, it feels like, I think the, I think the problem that a lot of people are having with this. And we didn't take a lot of phone calls yesterday with people having a problem with this. No, most people liked it. I just, and, and I said this earlier in the show, I assumed, and you know what happens when you assume, that those two players, or at least one of them, would be involved in the deal. The big deal. Well, but Woj said that they have enough to make yes. another big deal. Right. Still. Right. So, that's good. All right, Raymond, you said you can handle uh, two and a half. Let, let's see. Today's Three Stars. And once again, I hope everyone had a very happy oh, holiday and they, got it. It, and they got everything that they wanted. He's wasting time. Yeah. He's, he's so filibustering right now. The hippopotamus discussion came back yeah. and then the el- the animal that you would choose against it. Do you want do you want the elephant? Do you no. want the rhino? I could show you the elephant. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, do you want the... I don't have a, the Nile crocodile drop, but I have this. Damn alligator bit my hand. <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know... Cut me down but, but, in my prime. At the end of the day, I'm taking the hippo, like, like yes. as always. It, it's the hippo. And uh, Rick, this this brought me back to some things from uh, from you back in the day. If I could come back, I'd come back as a hippo. Yeah. Come back as a hippo. I want to oh, be really? a hippopotamus. So, th- I love that animal. There's people who it's want a hippopotamus for Christmas, and then there's Rick who... Actually, it wants doesn't to be ba- bathes in filth. Yeah, but I'm not trying to attract handsome animals. I'm trying to attack a female hippopotamus. So if I'm the most handsome which, hippopotamus, which, which, which by I'm the way, smashing other hippopotamus. Which by the way, Rick hippopotami is, yeah. is why they're so aggressive. But number two, sexual. Yeah, it, it's, it's tension. The, the males, especially like yeah. Yeah. when they reach sexual maturity. So what do you think I'd do to you? To me? Yeah. Well, you would leave me alone. <laughs> no, I don't think we could. I would do something before I before I killed you. Don't you touch me? I don't know that we could describe what you would do to Dave. But I if, think if, if if fantasy football Dave Hippo won a champion, you you would never be safe. Champion, but, uh, champion. I mean, the guy got celebrating. He 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 get the custom videos from Field Yates and have him call in and like, well, what, what a spot that was. I I I can't wait for the canned Field Yates video that he sends you when you somehow pull a fantasy football. If he goes back to back, I'm done. What do you mean? Not if. done. Well, I'll leave the show. 
Are people are, which people are going to bail out of the league this year? Now I know why people bailed out of the league. By the way, they, just, uh, they don't want to deal with this guy. This I didn't animal. win last year. You can't blame me for last uh, you, year. Uh, Ty, so, Ty needed so, a uh, you, year off. You must have been even more unbearable then. Like, you only want to have a championship, though. You're, you're an abysmal winner, so you have to be an. Yeah, abysmal I'm a great loser. winner. No, Number one. And, you, you know what you have and, to be to be an abysmal winner. A winner. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's, that's a good point. You, but you're also an abysmal friend. You won't hang up the jersey. You won't. You won't be the pal that. And and Sherry points out, yeah, she has you. You're back in this situation. But again, she points out your your many flaws. Look at what you did to this poor guy who called in. David Ortiz jersey to put up in your man cave. You'd want that. Why you not? Want, it's memorabilia. You're a slut to the memorabilia. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Mark that one off in the calendar. Twenty twenty four. Dave calling somebody a memorabilia slut. You know what? Wow. If the jersey fits, well, it's rule 76. No excuses playing a champion. It's DPH Rothberg. And let's go next. On 987 ESPN. I want to be a hippopotamus. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.